0: The biggest sports stories of the week. So when I get my hair cut, they wax my ears, they wax my nose, okay, and they wax my eyebrows every time I get my haircut. Okay, I literally have one eyebrow, and I've had
1: people trip over my nose hairs. Okay. It's embarrassing yeah. when someone trips over your nose hair. Yeah, that's that's not, not, not cool. Unique and compelling analysis and opinions when it comes to your favorite teams.
2: Then he, he said, I don't want to be a bum. He doesn't want to be playing and not be good anymore. And I I think that is a legitimate concern for him. And I think this is for,
0: for Rod. For the MVP no. of the NFL again this year? Is I think Aaron Rodgers should be in the uh, conversation as well for executive <laughs> of
1: the year. Plus some fun with pop culture.
0: That might be a- is the round the quarterfinals?
1: That's the medal no, round. No, Wait, can we, do we
0: get Matt? get Call Matt Hamilton right now.
1: Because <laughs> we got to find out. This is sunday karma well
0: thank all i can you, tell uh, you is i picked you. way better than you throughout this ben so you got lucky that i have a life and i couldn't get my picks in a few times because i clearly picked way better than you
1: now live from the gruber law Offices, is one call that's all studios at radio city the whole uh you know harper is the co-host she hasn't been here in a year she doesn't deserve that uh, love she should get buff here's gkb founder and ceo craig karmison
0: And happy new year to you. Great, this will be a topic for Jen. Is it when's it too late to say happy new year? I haven't been on the show this year. Get over it. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy uh 2023. Happy the idea that the last game actually matters. The Green Bay Packers. Who would have thought that about a month ago? Incredible, incredible December. To remember for Green Bay Packers. But I just mentioned Jen Latta from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Because Kyle, as bad as you've been in our Palermo's picks that we've done through the Cover 5 app, Jen is far below you. And she's in line to take the ACTs, which was the penalty and punishment if you lost our Cover 5 bet. But she had said in passing to me, like, oh, I don't make my picks on that. So let's just bring in Jen Lada from ESPN's College Game Day and ESPN Wisconsin's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on a Sunday morning. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, guys. I'm staring at the Santa Monica Pier.
3: I can see at least 11 palm trees in my view right now. It is such an upgrade from what I would be looking at in Wisconsin this morning getting ready for the big Packers game tonight.
0: We are waking you up. Are we waking you up or were you already working?
3: Man, I
0: already got a workout in. Oh, that is impressive. Wait, what hotel? Are you you staying at the Santa Monica proper? Is that what it's called or something like that? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. (laughs) I just, Santa Monica is so awesome. I love that place. All right. So, so Jen, are you in line to have to take the ACTs? Because you're very competitive and I'm fascinated by what your process will be. But if you lose, are you willing to pay off this bet?
3: Craig and Kyle, I have already resigned myself to the fact that I have to take the ACT. It is Uh, comical how bad once I started trying. Because you and I had discussed this, I think offline, that like for the for the five weeks when I was dealing with my dad's situation earlier this year, like no offense, but cover five was so far down on my (laughs) list of priorities that I would get the email every week and be like, delete, delete delete. What is this update from the doctor though? That seems important. Um and so I literally didn't play. And Kyle can probably prove this. He can probably go back through, you know, the the history of cover five and see. I don't think I played for six straight weeks. Yeah,
0: and, and so actually playing, yeah, I'm looking to... at it now. Those, those appear to be some of your better weeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then when I actually started trying to win, it's comical kind of how bad I was at it. And I think like there were times where I was certain I knew what the outcome of a game would be. And then, like bizarro world, NFL this year, the exact opposite would happen, and I would look at like a twenty-four point deficit instead of what I thought would have been like a ten point up. So it was again. Now I'm I'm not even gonna make picks this week. I'm not going to make picks. Come on. Bandwidth for it? No, I'm just gonna let it ride because I've already lost. So like, so what, I lose by maybe less, 20 less. Jen, points, but so that's the thing about cover points.
0: five. You could have a plus 80 week. You could have a plus hundred week if you, if you get it right.
3: No, no, Craig, 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 you could have a plus 80 week. I think I have shown over the last, <laughs> you know, eight weeks, but that's not going to happen. Why don't you, you know, just know, pick the
0: opposite race. of what you would want to pick?
3: So then I tried doing that at one point because I was like, well, listen, my instincts are way off. Let's just do the opposite. Again, back to Seinfeld, kind of like George Costanza. I want you to be opposite of what you think you should do. And even that backfired on me. So, again, it's fine. I will take the ACT. My husband has been poking fun at me for the last few weeks, being like, don't act like you don't want to see if you can get a score comparable to what you got in college. And I would be very impressed with myself if I, in fact, did do that. But, um, you know, I'll be happy with, like, a – Like a a 25. I'd be happy with a 25
4: on the ACT. Jen, I don't think you should quit. I really don't. I was in the boat that you were. I was down in the dumps. I started, you know, barking like Homer or, or underdog because I didn't know what to do. And then finally, I found it. And last week, and Craig, you can attest to this. Yes. I got hot last week, Jen. I was like negative 68 in multiple leagues, and it got me out the bottom. All it takes is one good week. Well, you're positive Hamilton, 68. Last positive week. 68. Positive 68. Yeah. And all it takes is for one good week and Matt Hamilton to have a bad week for you to be right back in. I'm telling you, if
0: you got hot this week, I hope you picked the Chiefs well, to start it off. I, I actually think how she. Many, how many. Wait, Jen, I think you, yeah, how many points is she behind right now? Let's, uh, while Kyle's doing some uh, math here. I know it's around 80. Yeah. See, 80 is not that much. He could, he could easily go minus 50 and you could go positive 50 and then, then you beat him. I mean, that's just 10 points a game.
3: That's okay. Okay. Then, then here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to have to help me make these picks.
0: All right. Well, as we
3: have shown, I have no idea. I'm just not good at this. And that doesn't mean that I can't get good at it. Right. If I devote some brain power to it, but like right now I'm just not
0: now the, and by the way, everyone can play cover five against us this week. Just use join code W I 22. Our top player this week will win a hundred bucks. You don't have to play the whole season. You play every week. Top player each week wins a hundred bucks go to cover5.com or the cover5 app use join code wi22 you'll see that i'm in 49th out of 1455 players thank you very much but jen i think there's especially in week uh, 18 there's definitely some value selections when you have people not playing people not caring as much um i think there's some opportunities out here i mean like i mean don't you think the vikings want to want a little bit of a you know, want to just get themselves righted after last week and Justin Fields isn't playing, you know, can't that. So I do
3: have, I'm in the cover five app right now. I do have Minnesota selected, um,
0: uh oh! Um, Ooh, the fact that you have them selected—I don't know—that makes me a little I like yeah, I'm stick it. Stick <laughs> with
3: Now y'all are gonna start fucking guessing your pick. Your yeah, pick, I,
0: pick I think I, I just changed in. out that one. I, pick exactly. Yeah, if you're listening um, next segment, I might or next hour, I may not pick Minnesota anymore. Um, what do you think about the Bengals? Also, like, they're mad about the coin flip thing. They're like fired up. Baltimore is not not gonna play Lamar Jackson this week. Like, couldn't. Couldn't Cincinnati
3: win by twenty-one points? Let's go with that. All right, I'm clicking Cincinnati. See, I appreciate the assist that you're giving me me here, Craig. Yeah. Um, What else? Let's see. What else do we have? So then then I was thinking about what a tricky spot for Buffalo to be in today. Yeah, I'm staying away from
0: that one. I don't know. I don't know. You you are close to all these people who go through all these things. Like you know how people would respond better than I would in these spots. Like that's your job now.
3: What are you going to do for Green Bay, Detroit? I would stay away from that one just because.
0: You, yeah. You know, again,
3: who knows what the Seattle situation will be,
0: so and as you guys, guys have talked about, and- yeah, you guys have talked about it. And who even knows, based on the Seattle situation, what that'll even mean for Detroit? Like, you know, Chewy's theory that that could be you know worse for the Packers if if Detroit's playing for nothing. So I would stay away from that if I were you. I am gonna pick that game just because it's I, I don't have as much to play for as you do. So I'm gonna pick it just because it's more fun for me to pick the Packers game. But I'm thinking that like. How about that Steelers Browns game? Now, I don't know that the Steelers are explosive enough, and the Browns, eh, maybe they want to rally because they did send a player home. So that's like they're not giving up. Yeah, I'd stay away from that one. I, I think there's something to be said for that Dolphins Jets game. The Dolphins, ugh, but that one's scary also. The spread's moving up on that. The Dolphins are playing like a third string quarterback. Jets have nothing to play for, Dolphins have everything to play for. Jets' season's falling apart. I could see and that's basically a pickup. I know it. I could see the Dolphins winning big there. They still have all those explosive guys. Don't touch it, Jen. They J- got a first-string quarterback. Don't touch and, it. And the Jets' defense is too good. Yeah, yeah you don't can't mess touch with it. that. You all right, here's know. another one I like. I really like the Houston Texans. You're getting points against um, a weird quarterback situation in Indianapolis for like Sam Erlinger, or whatever his name is. Texans have been. <laughs> Texans have been in every game. I could see the Texans winning that by 10 points. You picking up 12 and a half points there. Are you feeling that one? Or you you know who Ellinger is a little more than I do, so maybe you, you, you don't want to bet against them.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not sure that Ellinger is going to have a Hall of Fame career, but I did cover him when he was at Texas. to the story on mm-hmm. him and his family. Good kid, good guy. Oh, you can. not that's the other thing that I struggle with. Uh, you know, like, same thing with uh, with looking at the Atlanta game. Like, I want Desmond Ritter to have all of the success in the world. Huge fan of his, his wife. I did a story on him and his little girl. And so every time I look at that Atlanta game, I'm like, I want to ride with Ritter just because I like him. He's a good dude. And then I've gotten burned by that a few times over the
0: last two weeks. I've picked Atlanta so many times this year because I feel like they're always underspreaded. They have not come up as big for me as I would have liked. Um, you know what? Then how about... Can I interest you in some Carolina who has been gutty and gritty? Just Kyle shaking his head no at me.
4: Well, no, every time I pick Carolina,
0: they fail me. And every time I pick against them, they, you know, they win. Exactly. And I, I, I feel I like this is touching. their chance to win because they just had that Buccaneers thing happen. And I feel like they've really played for their coach since, you know, since the midseason firing of Matt Rule. I feel like they're going to, they could beat New Orleans by two touchdowns and Jen yeah, picks and up 17 and a half
3: that's another team that I've struggled with. I have also been like, ooh, kind of – oh, no, I've been anti-Carolina because I was like, this team is a dumpster fire. They're never going to get everything turned around. Lo and behold, they've surprised me every week. What about the Chargers? Kind of eyeing the Chargers right now, taking on Denver, it's a a three.
0: So so I don't understand how that's not like a nine-point spread. And uh, I thought the Chiefs – we're gonna beat the Broncos by like ten touchdowns when they were playing. It was like twenty-eight nothing, and somehow that game ended up as like a one-score game. But I like the Chargers there. If you're playing for big points, like I could see Austin Eckler with three touchdowns, and I can see you know like a forty-two to twelve game when I don't even know how you get twelve, but like I just I could see that one. I think that has big well, four upset. field goals. Yes. Yep. She's ready for the ACT. Yep. With the red zone uh, (laughs) offense of the Broncos, I could absolutely see 12. Now, Jen, I'm now I'm feeling this. I was thinking there was a little part of you that actually wanted to take the ACTs and that that that's and you weren't making your picks because you actually wanted to go in Saturday morning, number two pencils, get away from the kids. You're like, you know what? This is going to be the most peace and quiet between ESPN Wisconsin between ESPN college game day and all the award shows and all the travel and all the things of being a parent and being a a wife and everything. And I was thinking that you were actually looking forward to the ACTs as like three hours of peace and quiet away from everybody.
3: Okay. So I can understand why you might come up with that and why that might be your theory, but I want you to think of what I have been doing for the last, 17, 18 weeks on Saturday mornings, and then think about if Uh. I want to spend another Saturday morning, (laughs) like for three hours, look at the symmetry there of my usual game day assignment. And the like, like I am, I, I, I can say this to you candidly, and I can say this to your loyal listeners, I am like limping the finish line Oh, my God. I am so ready for Tuesday to arrive. I am so ready for the college football season to be done. Am I excited about the game? It's going to be an awesome matchup. Am I, uh, you know, huge fans of both of these programs and the coaches there and the quarterbacks there, of course. But I am, like, so ready to get my Saturdays back. So, no, like, listen, if I have to do it, which it seems like it's going to all shake out with me having to do this, I'll do it. Oh, my God. But by the way, Jen,
0: not only are you going to do it, but I feel like you need to do it, like, dressed like you normally would on sat on college game day with the instagram picture with the like you know <laughs> except you're doing it at like like meclan like homestead gym or something like oh. yeah exactly oh my gosh no, Kyle we it, need yeah. to do we need a good new we need a good uh story to follow jen on her uh, game day uh they're pretty they're pretty strict i'm going to say with them testing yeah You're saying, like, once she hits the front door, we can't have the video. Yeah,
4: once she hits the front door, she walks in. They need to confirm that it is her because they want to make sure she's not cheating. We don't want any of those scandals that they had on the The East Coast and West Coast.
3: I love the pivot, which was five minutes ago. was like, you can do this, Jen. All it takes is this and this and this to happen. And now you guys are like, let's get some cameras in there when Jen inevitably takes the ACT.
0: (laughs) Well, I think even if Matt – I mean, I think we're in good shape because either you have an Olympic champion – taking uh the act's in matt hamilton or you have a national television star taking the act's i mean either way i think this is good this is good for us which is really what matters right yeah like you know us being able to enjoy other people's pain so yeah i
3: I think from a recognizability standpoint matt probably has me in that right like I love that you use the word star to describe me, which is incredibly kind of you. I'm not exactly sure that that's true. But, like, he has an Olympic medal. Like, that to me feels like it trumps whatever television I use.
0: Ooh, Kyle, more famous. Matt Hamilton or Jen Latta?
4: Well, Jen I feel Jen Latta's more famous just nationwide. Yeah, I agree. Because she's not always on TV locally. And Matt Hamilton, when I was in Madison, everybody knew who Matt Hamilton was. I was like, oh, man, he's the... He's a man around here, but they're both both pretty recognizable.
0: What I'm concerned about, I think about, Matt every four years has Jen, but I think like on a typical you know typical they, week, I think Jen Jen has the uh, has the advantage. Are
4: there. we concerned about the distraction that Jen Ladder or Matt Hamilton might be to these children who are really trying to do something <laughs> for their futures and their careers? Like their people college. taking
0: selfies with them yeah, while they're like, like
4: it's a distraction. Like if, if Jen or Matt Hamilton came into my class, I'm like,
3: who is he grown
0: especially because
4: you know Matt's wearing his uh, gold, gold medal. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> clink so clink every time I'm trying to think. Yeah, that is see, uh, this
3: is an indication that I don't see y'all around the office enough, because I feel like given my homeless chic look that I have going most mornings at the uh, at the uh, good karma offices, you would think I'd fit right in with these uh, with these teenagers and the looks. They're still oh, doing Dan, nowadays. you could wear
0: your pimple pads.
3: <laughs> yes, I could wear my pimple patches.
0: <laughs> then then people then you'll really fit in with the like the teenage like acne crew. Um, wait, so Absolutely. yeah, um, Jen, that that that's also a good uh, inter- interesting thing for you to just see if you could pull off being like the teenager, like you know, if anyone even notices. Well, I
3: have I have a good authority on it, somebody who can help me with it. And to that point, guys, let me just take one more moment to say this: 14 years ago, I was in a hospital giving birth to my first child, my son Chase, who I love and adore, and the national championship game between Florida and Ho- Oklahoma was on Fox Six that night. Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford, Florida ended up winning that game. Today, my 14-year-old is here with me oh. in Santa Monica. We are going to the National Championship game on Monday night, and we are going to get a picture with him and Tim Tebow, my ESPN colleague, and it's going to be a full-circle moment for oh. this Mama right here.
0: I feel like you need to do a story on that, and then it'll be a full-circle moment where y'all take the ACTs together in three weeks. <laughs> Me
3: and Chase and Jim TiVo just taking me. The team
0: oh, team. I, I didn't even have TiVo in the mix, but I do think that would be great. TiVo would do it. I feel like he would do anything. Uh, all right, yeah. Jen. Jen, any specific stories uh, we should look out for that you're you're doing that uh, across the different platforms in the next uh, day or so?
3: I'm presenting a piece on Stetson Bennett tonight in our coverage, our Championship Drive show, um, which will be later this evening, and then tomorrow for College Game Day, I have a piece on the punter for TCU who is actually 29 years old. He's from Australia. Um, He was scaffolding and he was like working in painting back in Australia. And he was like, um, wanted to be a punter. So he went into one of those academies and then they bring all those guys over here and they fall in line with certain collegiate teams and collegiate programs. So he's 29 years old. I believe he's the fourth oldest player in college football And he, um, for every punt he lands inside the 20, he donates money to a local charity that hits close to home with the program. So we're going to highlight that in College Game Day um, right before the national championship game. And it's crazy, like, there's so much content here, right? There's two teams, but there's so many angles that we want to touch on. So everything gets, gets really condensed. So, like, whereas during the season, I may get four minutes, five minutes, six minutes to do a really heartfelt piece. Try to take a guess at how much time I was given to do that piece I just mentioned about the punter.
0: I mean, I, there's no way it's less than 90, is it?
3: Two minutes and 30 seconds.
0: I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of storytelling in a short time. A lot of storytelling in a short time. So,
3: so we, had to be, we had to be very efficient. We had to be very judicious with what we included. But I'm actually really pleased with how it turned out.
0: Awesome. Well, we are so proud to have you representing us uh, as we, we like to think of it on such a big stage. And you do an incredible job on everything except your cover five selections, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't be good at everything, Craig. Right. That is true. But we'll see today. Uh, do you have your five all locked in? Let's just make sure we have we know what they are so we can be rooting for them today.
3: So I have Let's see, Let's see. I have Minnesota. I have Cincinnati. I have the Chargers. I have the Giants. I think they're going to keep it closer than 14 against Philadelphia. Yeah, Daniel maybe Jones I'm playing. wrong enough. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, what is this 14? Well, Jalen Hurts is back, and oh. they're playing to lock up. Jim, we together. We, are,
4: we together on that
0: one. Okay. Um,
3: okay, good. And then I, I also pick Arizona, guys. I'm kind of taking a flyer that Arizona's going to keep it closer than two scores against San Francisco. What do you think? No.
0: Oh, that scares me. That scares me a lot. Like Purdy, I could. I mean, they're. Their offense is getting it together. I would not mess with Arizona. What about Dallas? Do you not feel good about Dallas, a team that has
4: to win five and a half point spread today? I feel good about Dallas.
3: Yeah. Who's starting? It's not Heineke, right? They kicked Heineke to the curb. The <laughs> uh, rookie. Um,
0: Correct. Oh, Carson's Atlanta, not even right? starting. So are they no. Sam Howell is he starting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which he might be better than Carson, but I like Dallas more than uh, Arizona there. I mean, Dallas is explosive. Um, Look,
3: look, I don't have a leg to stand on, guys. I can't sit here and be like, no, I'm going to stubbornly stick to my pick. Like, there's no evidence that that's a good strategy.
0: Yep. Well, uh, everyone can jump in. Play along with us. Cover5.com, the Cover5 app. Join code WI22. Join the 1,455 people who are already playing with us this week and see if Jen ends up coming to a gymnasium near you to take the ACTs. Jen, have fun with your son. Happy birthday, and uh, have a uh, great championship.
3: Thanks, Craig. See you,
0: Kyle. There have she is, one. Jen Lada, Jen Gabe, and Chewy. ESPN's College Game Day and last place right now in Cover Five. I mean, she's had a a, a grind of a fall. I'd love to see her get out of. Uh, although I'd love to see her <laughs> see tears, but when she said that about her Saturdays, I mean. Think about that. You got three kids and you're traveling every weekend for college game day. I'd love to see a heartwarming story of her pulling out a, a, a win there. And then she could do a story on the fact that she doesn't have to do the, uh, the ACTs, um, I would have loved to see you take them, Kyle.
4: Man, I, I'm
0: glad I don't have to take them. It looks like right. I, I, I mean was, you're, I was stressed. Th-
4: there's still a chance, I right? Was str- no, I, I'm I'm picking pretty conservatively this week, so we should be all right.
0: All right, we'll see. Uh, we'll get into that later and a whole lot more. It is Packers Packers-Viking Sunday. Can't you t- uh, Packers Lions Sunday? Can't you tell by everything uh, we've been d- discussing so far? We will talk about the Go Pack Go when we continue. It is Sunday, Carmen.
1: ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Carminson on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.
0: Next 27 hours is going to be pretty awesome right here on ESPN Wisconsin. Uh, today, it is Ben Brust, Greg Scalzo, Tory Lowe, Noon to foe, uh, getting you ready for the big win in uh, your in-game for Green Bay. And then tomorrow, special, special coverage. Gabe Neitzel all week. It kicks off tomorrow at noon, Uh, Tomorrow's going to be Gabe and John Anderson from ESPN. Special guests each day with Gabe getting you ready either for the Packers playoffs or wrapping up what was a hugely, massively disappointing and redefining season for the Green Bay Packers. That's Gabe Neitzel every day this coming week from noon to one. Should be really exciting. But you know what? If you have a game of this magnitude, and you have Jason Wilde ready to go. Let's let's actually get to him on time for once uh, this season. At 10.30, Jason Wilde brought to us by Boucher Automotive is expected to join us each week. And he will do that as we continue with you. It is Jason Wildy coming up next. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin.
1: This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Jason Wildy is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com.
0: We've got Aaron Rodgers, so I don't really fear anything. Preston Smith's quote: "Jason, you said this team would get it together, and they'd be the team no one would want to play. Coming down to the end of the season into the playoffs." This is just how you saw the season going, isn't it?
2: It is. Maybe a few more losses uh, in the middle of the season than I was anticipating. But look, they're they're playing their best football of the year. Uh, there haven't been many times where you could say that. The bar is somewhat low based on how poorly they played at times. But they've got themselves in permi- in position and they're at home against a team that has been really good in their home stadium, but not so good away from it. So they they couldn't ask for anything more than where they're at right now.
0: Uh, Kyle just said to me, but are they really good, though? Um, so, no. you know, I came no. off the Dolphins no. game happy that the Packers were still in the mix, but thinking, like, if Tua – like, and then we heard about head, Tua's head injury. Like, if Tua didn't make some bizarre throws – and the Packers couldn't convert, you know, you know, red zone and you know, in good field position to touchdowns. Like, I didn't feel like so great coming off of that. But then they poke the bear in Justin Jefferson and they win, and not just win, but dominate and shut down the best receiver in the NFL. So now, are you here to tell us the Packers are good, or do you not know if they're good? No, I'm.
2: I'm definitely not here to tell you the Packers are good.
4: Okay,
0: uh,
2: they've had some good. They've had some good stretches. Um, I'm not, I'm just, look, they, they have to win today. And I'm not sure the Lions are good any either. And I think that's the reality of the NFC is that I'm not sure anybody's good. Right? I mean, San Francisco, I think, is the best team in the NFC. And they're playing with a rookie, seventh-round pick, third-string quarterback. I mean.
0: And you're saying you, even with Brock Purdy, you, you think they're the best team, better than the Eagles with Jalen Hurts back?
2: I do. I do. I think that. Now, you know, if Jalen Hurts is playing like Jalen Hurts and if he's able to lower his shoulder when he runs the football, because, I mean, I remember writing a story the week of the Eagles game about how they, this is not a quarterback that is going to slide. He is going to run through contact and most quarterbacks don't. And then lo and behold, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. So I just think it's, I think it's one of those games, one of those teams that, if their quarterback is playing well in, in Philadelphia, they'll be they'll be a very difficult out. But I still think San Francisco is the better overall team, and the Packers. I don't think they're I don't think they're as good as either one of them. But then look at what happened in Philly, right? I mean, the Packers lose that game by seven. They lose Rodgers to a rib injury. Like I'm I'm not sure that even the teams that you view as the best teams. In the NFC, are that good?
0: And the ba- and the Packers were somewhat competitive with the Bills. I-, I guess it was at the time. It felt like one of the better games they had played in the month at that point. So, Jason, as we look at this Packers game and we look at Aaron Rodgers, um, is there anything Detroit did that made Aaron so bad at Detroit? Because I mean, that was a game. You know, we've said Detroit's so good at home, but they were not. I mean, the Packers should have won that game like three or four different times. Like, is there anything specific the Lions did, or was that just Aaron making some bad throws?
2: No, I I think it was Aaron Rodgers' worst game of the year. I mean, he threw three interceptions, two of them in the red zone. You know, they they were so desperate to do something to give themselves energy that they ran the tackle-eligible play with David Bocciari. And then Rodgers threw a horrible throw, like a horrendously bad throw. And that was one of the interceptions. His third interception was just outside the red zone, too. So they're in three different positions to score, and they fail. And, oh, by the way, they still win the game if Sammy Watkins sees the tugging of the shoulder cloth on Roger's jersey and runs the right route. He catches it a wide-open touchdown, and they win 16 15 So, uh, look, they are definitely a flawed team. All these teams are flawed. They're fortunate they're not in the – AFC, because I wouldn't give them much of a chance. But I don't think there's anybody... It's like Rodgers said a couple weeks ago. I don't think there's anybody that they can't beat. I don't think there's anybody they can't lose to. And that's where they're at. And we'll see what they do tonight.
0: So, speaking of what they do tonight and Aaron Rodgers, how much does tonight's game play into if Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer next year?
2: Yeah, I I don't know. And he has been especially reluctance to share any level of confidence that he's coming back, right? Like, you know, Taush's position, and, and I wholeheartedly agreed with it, that if you, if you come out and say, I'll be back next year and I can't wait to get, you know, if they, let's say they lost tonight or they lose a playoff game next week. If he were to say that and say, I can't wait to get back to work with these guys, I'm so excited about how these young guys have come along, I mean, what a, what a statement that would be. But, you know, he made a comment this week, and I, I try not to overreact to things he says. At the same time, calls it taking the cheese if I do. But at the same time, I also know from my many years of covering him and knowing him that nothing he says is accidental. And he said at his locker when he was asked about this potentially being his last game at Lambeau, he said, I'm still undecided. We're all still undecided. Now, he pu- he purposely added that phrase. And I'm still convinced that whether he's made it up in his own mind or he has actual reason to think it, that he's not convinced that they want, for sure, him to be back next year. Now, I think that's preposterous. I don't think that they're that smitten with Jordan Love that they would be willing to just flat out move on from Rogers, eat the cap money, whatever else. But, somewhere in his brain even if it's the Michael Jordan create something that's not really their deal he has that somewhere in his brain that's why he said the mutual desire after the Bears game and everything else you know Goody has said that the contract makes it very clear that they made a commitment beyond one year but that's where the uncertainty comes from whether it's in his mind or whether that permeates our minds because of how he's kind of dropped some of those hints
0: yeah, as we chat with Jason Wilde, brought to us by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. I mean, it's pretty amazing to be this deep in, into a 17-game season. And when I look at the QBR, which is you know the play-by-play, you know I love it more than anything else. The, quarter, yeah. the quarterbacks worse than Aaron Rodgers in the NFL this year are Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Mac Jones, Davis Mills, and Baker Mayfield. And that's it. And that's it. And, and I wonder if a part of that is Aaron's recognition of that and him not being, you know, secure enough to say that they would want him back. You know, if, 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 uh, you know, if, if they lose this game, especially if they're a non-playoff team with a $50 million quarterback.
2: Yeah. I look, I, I don't, I'm not here to make excuses for him. I do think there are explanations though for his performance and, and, There is part of it that is just him missing throws. Yeah,
0: but Jason, Jason, did they know about his hand in London or did he keep that from them?
2: No, they knew about it. I mean, he didn't, he, he did not, he kind of hit it uh, after the game. And then when he got on the bus, he could tell that there was a problem. He didn't want to get it x-rayed.
0: Okay, because because I go back to the I know this is silly, yeah. but I go back to the play calling in that game in London and think if they knew that his there was something with his hand, how do they not run the ball a few more times? Well, and if they he, run the ball I mean, a few he more times, it on the
2: last play though.
0: Oh, okay, like, so that was the last. Oh, I thought it was Hale the last Hale play Hale. Of the first half. So that was the last play no, of the entire it was like game. At the end of the game. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So that then that makes a whole lot more sense, and it also makes sense why the Jets game was then you know. Such a bad performance, you know, coming off it with the travel the all that so all right that that makes that make a lot more sense so then jason when you when you look at Aaron and you look at this offense, obviously it was the defense and the special teams last week, and we uh, I alluded to all of the missed opportunities against the Dolphins. Where do you think this offense, is this offense playing their best football of the year or is just the defense and special teams? Like is the offense ramping up and are they peaking or is this the same offense we've seen all year?
2: Uh, I think it's improved. I think they're running the ball on the perimeter better than we've seen them, right? There was a, I think Aaron Jones had a big 31 yard run last week. Um, I think they've really figured that piece of their offense out. I still think their passing game is inconsistent, right? And and I think now they're in the point, too, where they have to figure out what the counter move is to opposing defenses, recognizing that Christian Watson is a colossal weapon. I mean, the last two weeks, he's been largely a non-factor, right? And so, you know, he was he was a surprise to opponents because they, they knew he was fast. They didn't know what else he could do. And he had that stretch of those four games where he was lights out. And now the last two, not as, not as dominant. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they counteract that and they get him the ball in different ways. But I think their passing game has – I mean, look, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Aaron Rodgers has not thrown for 300 yards this season. Wow. In any game. He's got one game left in the regular season. He's had three games in which he's had a passer rating over 100. Like when you think back to the wow. run the table, to run the table in '16, he carried that table. These four wins that has not been because he's carried this team. Now, I'm not saying he's a game manager, but they they have not had to rely on him to put the team on its back, on his back. My question is, and you know, I asked Randall Cobb this, and he looked at me like I was crazy, but it's worth asking: Can Aaron Rodgers put this team on his back? If they need him to, can he do that tonight? If it comes to that, if the, if the one of the worst defenses in the league figures out a way to bottle up their run game and basically dares them to throw, which is the opposite of what defenses have done against them the last two years, they dared them to run the football. They were playing two safeties back constantly because of DeMonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers. And instead that script is completely flipped. So if he's put in that position, can he have that 100-plus passer rating game? Can he have that 300-yard, four-touchdown game? I don't know. But if it comes to that tonight, and they need him to do that, that's when the MVPs, the four-time MVP, has to do it. I
0: kind of think he can. I
2: don't know why. I think he can, too. I'm yeah. not, yeah, I'm not I, dismissing the possibility. If
0: I had to bet on it, I'd bet that he will. And this isn't a bet that you know Detroit isn't going to play hard because they're not playing for a— uh, playoff berth. I buy into what Chewy saying that certain players on no. on the Lions may actually play looser, and I think they they believe they want to be over five hundred coming off a three thirteen in one year last year. I think the Lions are going to play really really hard, but I just keep going back to that game at Detroit, and I think the Packers are the better team, especially with how the Packers defense is playing right now. And I think if they are really Because, Jason, you're saying they may potentially completely sell out against the run to where they're daring Aaron to throw the ball the entire game?
2: Yeah. I mean, look, they also – the Lions also have four rookies that are starting for them now. Like, I think three of the four weren't starting when they played them on November 6th. So, uh, this is a defense that has had its troubles when it's had all of its guys. And now they're down a couple of their key players as it is. This is not a very good defense. So if there's a game where Aaron Rodgers can take control of it, this should be it. They're bad against the run. They're bad against the pass. Like they're equally bad at both.
0: And, and so, is this, is this the healthiest the Packers have been all year? As weird as that yeah, sounds. I
2: mean, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, Josiah DeGuara who plays about 25 snaps a game and, and is their only fullback type player is questionable with a calf injury. But um, you know, they're not getting Rashawn Gary back. I get it, but I was watching some of last night's game. The Tennessee Titans are down to what their third quarterback. They have 23 guys on IR and they missed the playoffs by losing last night. Like the Packers are at the other end of the injury spectrum. Rodgers is healthy as he's been. He's on the injury report with a knee that he suffered a couple weeks ago, but th- th- there's no, there's no excuses here. Like
0: by the way, so did that show that I mean the Pack cuz the Packers kind of had a voice in that, right? When they were going to England, they could have had the bye then or they could have waited and you know, they they didn't want it then and they they basically got it later. I mean, was that a a choice and is that proving to be a pretty darn good one if they got the extra no. off week late or no? <laughs>
1: no.
2: I don't think I think what what Matt LaFleur would say and I think what other uh what players would say is that uh, somewhere in between getting the buy after week five, which is what they would have had to do, and getting it in week 14 is where they wanted the buy. And I, it probably would have helped them prevent, you know, instead of losing what, five, five games in a row. Yeah. Right. Um, but hey, you're right in terms of they suffered through all that. They got the buy when they did. And it, it did, you know, that old adage about it coming at the right time. They beat the Bears, they got healthy and then they were in the best position they've been all year for these past three games and for tonight. So, you know, it wasn't what they wanted, but it's turned out to be something that has probably really helped them and probably what they needed after they had lost seven of eight.
0: Last one for you, Jason. What happens tonight?
2: Now, look, if they, and Homer was the first one to say this, but if they, if they lose given these circumstances, like if this game was in Detroit, I might even think it's a toss-up. I really do. But under the circumstances that they're going to have them tonight and potentially with Seattle winning earlier in the day and the Lions maybe playing looser but still not having the playoffs as a carrot in front of them, um, there's no excuse to lose tonight. I think if they lose, it'll be because they will have played really poorly, more so than even the Lions playing terrifically. So I, I, I always say this. I rode the media bus to Super Bowl 32. Chewy remembers that Super Bowl very well. And I said on the media bus, I don't see any way the Packers lose this game. And I couldn't have been more wrong. So I never say that phrase in the 20-plus years since I said that. But it's hard to picture a path for victory for the Lions unless the Packers play one of their worst games of the season, which, as we just finished discussing, they're certainly capable of. But this is the worst time that you could possibly have it.
0: All right, well, we'll hear a lot more of Jason Wildy in the next 24 hours. Special shows coming up all day long today and tomorrow as the Packers close out the 2022-2023 regular season. Thank you, Jason.
2: All right, Craig. Take care. Be good. Yeah, you
0: can hear Jason in his normal spots on Wildy and Tausch uh, from 9 to noon and after every game and following him on social media at Jason J. Wilde. Kyle, you feeling the same way?
4: Oh, yeah, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I said the Packers are about to mess around and make the playoffs and have me get frustrated next week when I have to watch us get routed by some team, or the week after.
0: Um, Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying or the week after so they could win next week and make it another, win a playoff game? No, I think the Packers can win a playoff game. I mean, depending on who
4: they have to play. If they're playing San Francisco or playing Philly, probably not. If they're playing like the Cowboys, I think they can definitely beat the Cowboys. Minnesota, they can beat Minnesota. I don't even know if Minnesota can get the the three seed or something like, or excuse me, the two seed at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the Packers win a playoff game, it's hard to be frustrated with this season. Oh, yes,
4: I can be frustrated. Craig, the the goal is Super Bowl. Right, right, right. I get that. At this point, we know that's not happening.
0: But I'm saying, if the Packers win a playoff game this year, I think you got to look at this as like, wow, what a special year this was. I, I know that sounds crazy to say if they end up nine and eight. I, I feel like this is a special year if they win a playoff game.
4: There's nothing special about being nine and potentially eight and making
0: it to the second, making out a super wild card round. There's nothing special about that. There is if you – going on the road and winning in the postseason is always a a special thing. We want
4: championships. We've done – like, we've we've made the playoffs. We've made runs. This is just – there's no excitement for me today. Like, I'm happy the Packers can make the playoffs before. Oh, you're crazy.
0: The second – when you – when you turn on the TV tonight, I, I couldn't pry you away from that TV tonight.
4: Yeah, I'm going to be excited. You're going to be I, so excited I, I think it's a waste of our time, but you know what? It's nice to be able to watch my team for one more game. But just wait. Either next week or the week after, I'm going to be frustrated and mad and upset, ruining my day.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Vikings right now are number three, right? They're tied with the, the Niners, so they could they could get to the number two. So if the, if the Vikings are the number two seed... I mean could the Packers even be favored on the road against the Vikings?
4: Potentially, potentially, yes. Right?
0: And then is there a scenario where they could somehow, nah, I guess there's not a scenario cuz they reseed, right? They reseed uh in the in the uh, NFL. I, so, it's, so, I think it's the lowest seed will yeah, play. Yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. So it's not like oh then they could catch uh then they could catch the Buccaneers or something like that, right? So then they would ultimately, you know, probably either have to go to Philly or San Fran. And we ain't beating neither of those
4: teams. I don't know. As Jason said, he said 20 years ago, I'll say it now. I see no way that the Packers are beating a healthy Eagles team or a healthy 49ers team if they make it out of the first round. Or, if, you know, if or if even it's the first round. They got so to you're one saying there's no way Aaron Rodgers beats Brock Purdy. Have you? No, zip, zero, stingy with the The really? Aaron Rodgers has looked... Brock Purdy, in the games he's played, has looked better than Aaron Rodgers.
0: Well, his numbers certainly back that out. Now, also, remember what the Eagles have done. Eagles are kind of limping in a little bit, right? Eagles have lost two in a row. Eagles just lost to the Saints at home. I know Jalen Hurts wasn't there, but if Jalen Hurts isn't back healthy... Well, a healthy Eagles team. But I'm not saying... There might not be a healthy Eagles Eagles team. team. You've been on the Eagles bandwagon since last Last year. year. I told you the Eagles. I I was on Jalen Hurts bandwagon last year. But I'm saying if they're not healthy, if Jalen Hurts isn't healthy, I mean, Gardner eh, Minshew had no answer for the Saints defense last week. I just don't – if you get into the tournament, you never know. Do you know how bad the Packers were against the Bears in the last game of the 2010 season? They couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. They limped into that postseason uh, barely, barely 10-6. and Their team was better, though. They were 8-6. and six. No, they were very similar. Yes, they were better. They were absolutely better. But they limped in uh, with that last win against the Bears in the regular season. The, the Bears were a, a good team that year, were they not? Yeah. Yes. But they limped. A, yeah, we limped
4: against a great team that had a great defense. But the, the only Packers reason they made the postseason well were that. because
0: the Lions, like— had had randomly like won or lost a game. Like the Packers shouldn't even made the playoffs that year. I'm telling you, once you're in the tournament, you never know what happens in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, have more as we continue. with Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin.
1: You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.